This is New York Game Day, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Infinity. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Xfinity QX60 crossover at XfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at LondonJewelers.com. All right. It is hour three, which means we're kicking off with my locks of the week, which have not been locks. <clears throat> Just give us the report card. I'm 11. Just give it to us straight. What's going on? I'm 11 and 13 on the season, which means I have a 45 percent. Whoa. 45.8 percent uh, record, which is not good. You want to be somewhere around 57, 58 percent. Yeah. And, and, and you got to be careful with, with that record and the trade deadline on Tuesday. I'm just saying. Relax, general manager. Bougie. I don't eat in the press box. I go press to the coaches. Room. What is that? Blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, uh, locks of the week brought to you by Corona. I don't know. We should talk to our sales department. I don't know if Corona wants to be associated with my locks of the week, considering I'm only at 45.8%. Uh, but I'm going to try to turn it around I this week. Well, a comeback. That's right. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here we go. This is how we're going to roll today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start off. I'm going to start off with a bang. We haven't talked about this game yet. In Bryce Young, I trust. You know why? Mm. You know why? Coming off of a bye. And they said, Frank Wright, you ain't calling plays anymore. Pass, pass, that, pass that playbook over, dude. So uh, two weeks, new offensive coordinator calling plays for Bryce Young. Uh, and Bryce Young being the number one overall pick, going up against C.J. Stroud. If the season was in today, I think we're all in agreement. C.J. Stroud would win the Rookie of the Year honor awards. Uh, and and I, think, I think there's a lot here for Bryce Young to prove. Also, I think this Carolina Panthers defense is a lot better than what most people think. They're top four in the NFL in regard to uh, third down conversion rate against their opponents. And, um, and I like Carolina here. I'm going to take Carolina plus three and a half. Mike, I- I'm curious to get your thoughts on, on this, your, your, your thoughts on, uh, on this matchup. This is a very, by the way, this is a very interesting matchup. This is the first time in over a decade that three top three or top five picks will be on the same football field mm. in, in a game oh, cause because the, of Will Anderson. Yeah, and, and the top two picks that right. – Right, yeah. right. CJ's so, round Will Anderson. Mike, your, your thoughts on my Carolina Panthers pick at plus three and a half. This might be my best bet. Yeah, you know, well, I'd be careful because Damian Pierce can have a big game against a Carolina defense that has not been great. And, you know, look – Right now, I agree with what you said. C.J. Stroud has outplayed Bryce Young and hasn't even been close. You know, it's a little bit like, you know, the Giants, you know, when the look test, Tyrod Taylor's just outplaying Daniel Jones. You know, when Andy Dalton went in for the Panthers, guys, like, their offense looked better in that Seattle game. So, I actually like Houston today. Um, Look, I think Bryce Young will get better. But uh, right now, uh, to me, I don't think it's even close. Stroud's really outplaying Bryce Young by a fair amount. Yeah, I, I'm really into, like, I, I like what D'Amico Ryan's done down there. I, I just felt like, the, you know, you look at this team, they were so defeated, and now they're competitive. And I think the, you know, the, the fan base down in, uh, in Houston, they're, they're getting a, a brand of football that they haven't had in a long time. So uh, I, I'm excited for them. I feel that, um, I, I feel like, 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 the, like C.J. Shroud definitely 
the impact that he's had, the settling force that he's had, the confidence that he's given everybody in that lo- in, on that offense that they can give him something to believe in. Three and three uh, for this team is, 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 is unbelievable at this point. I, just, I don't think Carolina is as bad as their 0-6 record. Uh, they lost, I want to say, to the Vikings and in the Saints by one score. Uh, I think their defense is better. And, and, and I, I really I think Bryce Young comes out today and, and really – uh, outperform C.J. Stroud, uh, especially with, with this new offense they're going to be uh, showing. Uh, so that's number one. Just no- the good plays. None of the bad plays. Throw all those bad plays out. Let's throw the good ones. There we go. Uh, <laughs> number two, give me Cincinnati plus five and a half. I would Ooh. say I, I'm also going to play Cincinnati on the money line, but I'm not going to be that risque right now because, again, I'm at 45.8%. So give me Cincinnati plus five and a half. I do believe that they win outright. Uh, so I'll take the points as well. I'm not a big fan in, in, in Purdy. I think we've seen warts now that this team is struggling. And Cincinnati coming off of a bye, uh, we've seen, of course, uh, Joe Burrow play a lot better as his, his calf has been healing. I think Cincinnati wins outright, so give me the five and a half. Mike, what say you? Well, if, with Purdy play, I like San Francisco to win. So um, if it was Sam Darnold, I love Cincinnati, but it sounds like Purdy is going to So, you, play, and I, so. You, and I, you and I are on the opposite side of the <laughs> spectrum here, my friend. Yeah. Amani, break the tie. I, I think I, I like Cincinnati. I feel that um, if you're if these two teams are, you know, are going in opposite directions. You look Cincinnati Bengals to a very slow start. People were doubting uh, what um, what they were doubting Joe Burrow and how is his effectiveness. Now all of a sudden, last couple games, he's starting to look like himself. He's starting to move around, get out of the pocket, throw the ball. Uh, and the Niners as a team, they're not just injured. Uh, Brock Purdy isn't the only injury they had. The fact that they don't have uh, 100% healthy um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, they're, they're down, uh, Debo Samuel. Um, and those, those guys, uh, watching them play intently for the first time versus the, uh, the Giants, Debo Samuels is a huge part of what they do in terms of leveling out the, the effect of Christian McCaffrey. So with one of those guys out, they're just not the same. And, and Brandon Ayuk is their leading receiver, but he's not the impact player that, uh, that Debo Samuels is. And so I, I have a feeling that this is going to be another loss in a row for this San Francisco 49er football team. Last but not least, I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna play a, a, a teaser bet here, two-leg. Number one, I'm going the Baltimore Ravens. Not the most ideal number, but I still think uh, they're on the road. They're taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals uh, looking to go with Josh Dobbs one more time. Uh, I think they're holding on to Murray. Hopefully Murray plays week nine. And this is a Baltimore Ravens team. Offensively, they just keep on getting better and better, especially in the passing game. I love Zay Flowers. So I'm going to tease the Baltimore Ravens down to three and a half on the road in Arizona. And I'm going to align that with the Detroit Lions. Mm. And I'm going I'm to I'm tease the Detroit Lions down to minus two at home against the Raiders. Uh, they've got to bounce back. An embarrassing loss last week. Uh, not what I was expecting. Now they're back at home, comfy confines of their fast track uh, in, in Detroit, going up against a Raiders team with a lot of questions and potentially, as, as we were talking about earlier, uh, a lot of players that they potentially uh, more than likely could trade by Tuesday. So Detroit Lions minus two, Ravens minus three and a half as a two-leg teaser. Mike? Ooh, a lot there. <laughs> uh you know, 
Uh, you want me to talk about the gate, like the Baltimore? Like I, I think Baltimore beats Arizona handily. Does that help? Okay, so you're on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, De- and then Detroit. Yeah, you know Detroit's offensive line's a little banged up today, so I'd proceed a little bit with caution in that game. But just the fact that we're sitting here, we're talking about Hunter Renfro might be traded. Uh, Devontae yeah. Adams yeah. wants out. Like, like it, it, you're now your general manager. You know, do you really want to play some of your best players who you might be considering trading, uh, risking po- them possibly getting hurt if if your goal is to trade them on Tuesday? Yeah. Well, look, I would say this though. Like, they also came off their worst loss. Like, maybe the worst loss in the NFL this year was the Raiders losing to Tyson Bajan. I do think, actually, they'll play better. So I don't think I love that pick. Just because I, I do think Detroit, foundationally, it goes back to their alpha offensive line, which is going to be banged up today. Well, Yeah, I, I still think that the Detroit Lions, coming off that huge loss that they had last week to the Ravens, I think they're going to be embarrassed. I think Dan Campbell is going to have them all lathered up and, turn, and ready to play. And this Raiders team, it's just I – I know what it's like to play on a team where you're not really playing – to win, you're playing to keep your job. <laughs> and I think that's what I look at this Raiders team. I think of a whole bunch of players thinking, oh, man, that, you know, is their coach going to be there? I just got to put good film out. And there's a difference when you play a game focusing on not losing your job as opposed to going out playing a game to win. And I don't think the Raiders are going to – their individual players are going to be focusing on beating Detroit Lions. They're going to be focused on I can't look bad. Uh, so just to recap, uh, my locks of the week, again, uh, I'm going Carolina plus three and a half, both Carolina and Houston coming off of a bye, but I think uh, Bryce Young has a lot more to prove here and a new offensive play caller for Bryce Young. So Houston's defense really not knowing exactly uh, what they're in store for. Uh, I do like Cincinnati getting the five and a half. I think Cincinnati wins outright, so give me the five and a half. And last but not least, a two-leg teaser teasing the Baltimore Ravens down to minus three and a half and the Detroit Lions down to minus two. Uh, Again, Locks of the Week brought to you by Corona. Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. We come back, we got Mike Tannenbaum's bomb of the week. Uh, So we will dive into that. Also, uh, take a look around the NFL, some other interesting storylines in games. Uh, Look, the NFC and the AFC. And of course, we always end the show strong with our game predictions. Uh, Also want to remind you, uh, New York Game Day. Brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Mike Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week next right here on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. The bomb is about to be dropped. It's Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week. All right. Uh... Time for Mike Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week, brought to you by Slomans. Uh, with that being said, Mike, we are bracing ourselves. What is it? Uh, well, it's better than 45%. I know that. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'm, go- I'm going Washington Commanders 21, the Philadelphia Eagles 17, and an upset in the what? NFC. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I whoa, love whoa, that. Whoa, what? I love yeah. that. You know why? Because he's watched the games. You watched that last. They, the, the Commanders took the Eagles in overtime last time. They 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 outplayed them. They really yes. did. And and this game is in Washington. And I'm telling you, I just think that to Monday's point, when you just at its most simplest form, they were the better team. Those guys think they may be getting traded. I think they're going to play with their hair on fire. And I like Washington today. Wow, Washington plus seven. By the way, yeah, I like the desperate. A desperate play because you got to look at the these both of these two teams. Washington is desperate right now. Plus seven, the over under is forty three. You can get the Washington Commanders on the money line at plus two sixty. Mike Tannenbaum's bomb of the week brought to you I by like Slomans. Slomans is low price home heating for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for a hundred years. Slomans has been a staple in home comfort. Call eight six six oil deal. That's O I L D E A L. In case you need to know how to spell it. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light. Yeah, I thought there they was may- a silent C in there somewhere. They, they, they may have gone to Michigan. I don't know. Um, the official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. Uh, let's take some calls, guys. We, we, we've got some, some, some fellas that have been holding on. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, welcome in. Good afternoon or good morning. Anita? Yeah. Hi, Anita. Thank you for taking the call. So listen, I'm thinking this. I'm not going to go nuts and say that Jets have no shot. So this way they could win like they did last week. I'm going to say this. This game relies on two things. It's Barkley versus Hall, and it's the two defenses. Everybody's saying, like, can Wilson, is, are, are Giants going to be able to turn Wilson over? Listen, if, 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 if the Jets don't come up with a turnover against uh, the Giant offense, they haven't won a game in such a long time when they weren't able to turn the team over. So, to me, what makes this difficult for a matchup for the Jets is that the Giants don't turn the ball over. Against the Commanders last week, look, Barkley hasn't turned it. He turns the ball over two times in his whole career, and they got a, a muff punt. That's not going to happen today. The Jets defense has to keep coming up big with turnovers, and I think that against Taylor, it is a more difficult thing. As a Jets fan, I really, even though Jones is a better quarterback, I'd rather see Jones in there because he's more likely to turn the ball up. What do you guys say? And honestly, Armani, you can't put all the, pre- the pressure on one game. If, if, if Wilson has a bad game today, right, turns the ball over three times, but comes back against the Chargers and helps us win that game, what are you going to say? Oh, I changed my mind? So it's not like just one game. I, I changed my mind. Much, uh, I would say that. Yeah, I would say that. I would say I would change my mind because this uh, is a week-to-week week business. Call, I appreciate it. Okay. 
This is a week-to-week business. Like, it, it, you play good one week and everybody tells you how great you are and you poop the bed the next week and everybody tells you how bad they are. That's just playing in New York. What are you talking about? So anyway, I, I feel like it, it, is a, it is a defining ga- uh, game for, uh, for Zach Wilson. The, he has been playing well for the last couple of weeks, you know, before the bye. They had a huge win uh, versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and he played a big role in that. Now, is that fool's gold, or is that really how he is? Which quarterback is he really? So is he, now he has to settle in to his success or settle in to his failure, and I think this is a defining game because it's a game they should win. They should beat the New York Giants because they have the better team, the better roster, but the quarterback can have an outsized impact into a team having a shortcoming, uh, uh, not performing up to their, their ability if the quarterback is not a, uh, is, is the cor- quarterback is inept. Uh, let's go to Brian in uh, Milburn. Brian, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, hey Anita. Uh, I'm a big fan of yours, but you've been bashing my quarterback a little too long. I don't know what's your big deal with Brock Purdy and why you feel he can't do it. The man won 10 games in a row. The man is tough. He's, he's playing today. He's tough. And just because, you know, he didn't get drafted in the first round, how many of the great quarterbacks got drafted in the second, third round? Brady, Joe Montana. It's not about size and measurables. It's about just, how you, you process just, but, the defense. But let me say, w- w- your point that you just made, you're talking about like 40 years of the NFL. Like you can't just sit there and say, well, Brady did it. Montana did it. I mean, they're, first of all, both of those two are great. And Brady ultimate. went in the sixth round, and, and, and Brock Purdy went, went last overall. But, Brock, and, and, but they, not being said, it's like you're talking about f- almost 50 years of the NFL, and you're saying, well, they did it. Everybody can do it. No. Name me all the failures. Hold on. Hold on, Monty. Hold on, Monty. I'm not saying that. But yeah. he has proved he's a decent quarterback. A good enough quarterback, if you give him the weapons and the time, he can make things happen. That's what I'm saying. He's okay, not, he's I, like I got not trash. I, I got you, but I think that, I think I, to defend Anita, like if she needs it, she doesn't need it, she can stand on her own. But the fact of the matter is there is a, a lot of quarterbacks that you got to be honest. You're a Niners fan. Be honest with yourself. You have the, one of the best rosters in the league. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of quarterbacks that can go in there mm-hmm. and do what Brock Purdy is doing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. You can, can you imagine? And, and thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. Uh, listen, I don't think Brock Purdy's trash. I wouldn't say that. I just I, I think I think the better quarterback is Sam Darnold. And I, can you imagine? Can you imagine? And, and I know but, you're but, not a. You're, but, but, I, but I, I know you're. I know. I know you're not. A, been, I know you're. Yeah, but go like, ahead. Well, yeah, I know. But I, I like we got into it this week on Get Up. But like, Sam Darnold's been in the league for five years. He's been sacked 143 times. His completion percentage is under 60%. Like, show me the games I should watch to say that he's a good player. Like, at some point, you know, the word potential has to mean something. And, like, Mm. he's had five years to prove it. So, there's a lot of people that agree with you, Anita. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm a big, at the quarterback position, let's go by what we see. And we just haven't seen it. You know, and and, and I know that neither neither of you are really big fans of Daniel Jones. I, I feel Daniel Jones would thrive in in that 49ers offense i think he would do even even uh, 10 times better than brock purdy so mike like this is a great question to ask you right like i I totally agree with you anita but i think that he would do well in a lot of different offenses but what into what as you're a decision maker in the league and you have been for a long time 
at what point does the potential not matter anymore and actually what you put on the field? Because that's a very interesting concept because I always look at, try to look at quarterbacks for what they are because not all quarterbacks have their, the control of having a good offense coordinator, having a good running game, having a good wide receiving core, and then having a good offensive line. So all that together to me is in, in part of the evaluation, but you're saying at some point in time, none of that matters. It just has to be what you put on the field. Yeah, and, and the job description of the quarterback position is to make those around you better. And gotcha, it's not gotcha. going to be perfect, right? Like yeah. Patrick Mahomes is having a really good year, and he doesn't have you know Tyreek Hill and a whole bunch of other players over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Like you have to elevate the play around you. One of the hardest decisions gotcha. a GM has to make is when does you know a young ascending player or a young developmental player like when is it time to move on? You know because you want to be reasonable. And you want to give him time. My point with Sam Darnold is, yeah, I see the ability as well. But at some point after five years, like, doesn't it, you actually have to prove it? And, like, to me, that's five years is it a reasonable amount of time. Now, look, we could say, well, it took Rich Gannon a long time or Vinny Tester a very long time. There's certainly exceptions to the rule. But I'm just saying if the three of us jobs, if our jobs were on the line running an NFL franchise, are you really sure you want to put your eggs in Sam Darnold's basket? Because after five years, I'm not doing it. Uh, You know, you could say the same thing about Geno Smith, right? Like like everybody wrote off off Geno Smith. Right, right. He was the backup in Seattle, and and he got better. And I think that's a fair point. My point is if if you're expecting uh, Sam Darnold to turn into Geno Smith – that's the exception to the rule, and mm-hmm. I think it would be, I I would be surprised to see that happen. What about a guy who's had success early, like so? So basically, like a guy who's like Rock Purdy, who's had a lot of success early and he's done it right, but he's been in the cherry position. How do you evaluate that? Because yeah. it looks like I'm going to take on Brock Purdy, but my roster isn't the 49ers roster. How do you square that? I, I actually happen to be an expert in that situation because I made that mistake with Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez yeah. came in and won four road playoff games and took us to back-to-back championship games. We paid him, and he got worse. Um, that's not a good situation to be in for those of you that want to be a GM out there. So it's uh, it's unusual, um, but I think Brock Purdy's body of work, like I think the nice thing, guys, as Anita alluded to, is you know he was a seventh-round pick. So they don't have to make a decision on the quarterback position for a, you know in terms of paying him for another year. Mm-hmm. 800-919-3776. Uh, again, want to remind you, New York Game Day, 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by Bud Lott, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. When we come back, we'll continue with your calls. Also, let's take a look around the league, big picture, NFC, AFC, what we see, what's developing some of the other big matchups uh, today uh, that's on the NFL slate as well. And, of course, as always, we'll end the show strong with our game predictions, what our score is, and all the reasons why. Uh, Still 30 minutes with you, coming to you live, Amani and I coming to you live from the Meadowlands Racetrack. right up in here. The uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook. So if you're heading out to the game to tailgate, uh, come over here to, of course, the racetrack. Come up the escalator, and we are to the left. Come say hi. Uh, we're shaking hands, kissing babies, and Amani is signing autographs. Right here on 98.7. And so is Anita. ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Anita Marks, Amani Toomer, coming to you live from the Meadowlands Racetrack. Starting to uh, heat up here, bartenders working it behind the bar. I don't know, maybe you and I, we're, maybe we get a, a mimosa or a Bloody Mary in the next break. You know, I haven't really been on the alcohol lately. I kind of stopped drinking for some reason. Oh, okay. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, I know, I know you want to get back to that four three forty. So. Yeah. You, well, high four three. I mean. Uh, okay. I mean, be a little honest. It was high four three. All right. Starting. 30, crowd, Thirty-nine crowd, yards. Crowd, <laughs> crowd starting to, to, to uh, make their way in here, which is great. This is really a really great place to take in the game. Not a bad seat in the house. A ton of TVs. Um, and, of course, how nice that you have a sports book right downstairs uh, for you to put your wagers in. And, of course, Mike Tannenbaum joining us. He is up in Bristol, Connecticut, uh, because uh, he is making that paper today on all the ESPN platforms. Um, okay, so a few things. Number one, did you guys watch the, uh, the World – by the way, does anyone know that a World Series is happening right now? Because nobody on the planet is watching. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks scored nine runs yesterday against the Rangers – so the series is all tied up at at, at one one. Um, so there's. Did you know? Did you, did, did, do you know that there's a? I knew there yeah. was. Well, a, a lot of people aren't watching, so I, I just had to. I had to make sure. Well, I mean, you think you're Major League Baseball? Like, you, you, you have to start your series on Friday. Nobody's watching TV on Friday night. Then you have to go up against. Then the next day, you're going up against college football. It's like you know. And then then now and then if they have, will they have a game today? Uh no. Next game no, tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, then they're going to go up against Monday Night Football. It's like, hey, you can't win. <laughs> can't win for losing. Maybe next Tuesday they'll have some audience. You in, know? Re- in, re- in regard to college football, Kansas upset Oklahoma, <clears throat> which, by the way, I did have the call on that. You did? At least. Okay. Yes. I had, I had Kansas. Well, you saw. I did It was see my that. best bet yesterday on Daily Wager. Yeah, yeah. uh, so Kansas beat Oklahoma 38-33, to gave Oklahoma their first loss. Texas put a beat down on BYU with a backup quarterback in Malik Murphy. So uh, I was hoping that Arch Manning was going to get the start, but we're going to have to wait till next year. So uh, Texas beat BYU 35-6. to Arch Manning's not even the third. Or He's the third string. He's not even the second yeah, string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. went with Murphy. Yeah, so we'll see what um, happens. So Oregon just took down the Utes. I had the, by the, I had the Utes yesterday, uh, plus seven. Boy, that did not work out for me. Oregon 35-6. to Bo Nix, man. Mike, Mike, your thoughts on Bo Nix? You think he goes first round? Yeah, right? No. I mean, he can't throw the ball 39 yards down the field. I mean, he's wow. – uh, every, everything is long handoffs with Bo Nix. We, we, we hope we can coordinate against him. Look, it's amazing how he's resurrected his career from Auburn to Oregon. Um, but, you know, when you look at guys that can drive the ball down the field like Michael Penix or Caleb Williams, like it, it's Drake a different May. skill. Yeah, Drake May, you know, although North Carolina Drake is really – but yeah. point being is, uh, Bo Nix has—he's a great college quarterback. He—he, he, his skill set, in my opinion, does not translate well to the next level. What about Shadur Sanders? Yeah, I love him. I think he's well. First of all, his toughness is irrationally good. Um, you know, you go back to the TCU game. I think there are throws in that game that show like 
he makes the hard throws really easy. He can change the arm angles. Um, mm -hmm. He's really impressive. He needs to get stronger in his lower body, so I like him a lot. I don't know if he'll come back for another year. Um, yeah. But he, he's really, really intriguing to me. Um, I just hope what they can keep him guy? healthy. I love J.J. McCarthy. Guy? Yeah. Amani, I'll be there uh, Thursday th this week. Uh, we got some events up in Ann Arbor. And uh, J.J.'s played really well, probably the third-best yeah. quarterback right now coming out. And, uh, wow. you know, I think they have a, a legitimate chance to win the national championship this year. Oh, I, I agree with you. Uh so, d didn't want to interrupt your guys' conversation. Oh, sorry. I'm about, just, just curious. All about Michigan. Uh, Notre Dame uh, beat Pittsburgh 58-7. to My guy, Drake May, North Carolina, went mm. down again, unfortunately. They're 6-2. and two, So those Heisman hopes out the window for sure now. Georgia Tech took care of UNC 46-42. to Louisville beat Duke 23 to nothing. So uh, it's just – and USC, Cali, USC Cali – Fifty to forty-nine. This is crazy. who's playing defense these days. This is crazy. It's Nobody. Like watch, it's like watching uh, the the NCAA men's basketball tournament in the eighties. Like that's the score that used to be. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. All right, guys, really quick, let's take a look around the AFC and the NFC. So in the AFC, uh, you know, obviously uh, Buffalo Bills uh, with an impressive win uh, against the Tampa Bay Bucks on uh, on Thursday night. So uh, the, they, they, both that the was like they survived the either. That, that was an unbelievable ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, the Bills with five wins, the Dolphins with five wins, uh, the Dolphins, of course, uh, taking on the Patriots. Your Patriots, Mike Tannenbaum, today. Well, in the last game, you know, New England had eight missed tackles. It led to a lot of explosive plays. And I think this game is going to be closer than people think. You know, a lot of eyes are with Jalen Ramsey coming back, but um, their talented safety, um, Javon Holland's out. Uh, Isaiah wins out. It's going to be, to me, I think Miami wins. I think this game's a lot closer than people think. Um, uh, no Deshaun Watson still stealing money from uh, oh, come on. from that Brown family out there in Cleveland. <laughs> um, He's put the money in the bag. <laughs> put the money, put the lotion in the basket. Um, so Cincinnati, again, I, I think Cincinnati uh, beats the 49ers, but time will tell. More importantly, how about Trevor Lawrence? Um, uh, he came out. I'm trying to think what he said about the terrible towels. You do not say anything negative about the. T there is a terrible towel curse coming your way with the Pittsburgh State. Watch, watch, I'm telling you, watch out. There is something you do not talk bad about the terrible towel. And Trevor Lawrence did it this week. He got bamboozled into talking about the terrible towel. Watch out. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pittsburgh the Steelers. Terrible towel. What are you talking about? He was at his press conference, yeah. and, and, and there was a reporter out there who asked him about the Pittsburgh Steelers' terrible towel, and, yeah. and he, like, he played it down. Or the yellow hankies that they wave or something like yeah. you do, Like you just – there is, a, there is a, a terrible towel curse out there. You do you not, think so? Yes. Court, no. It's, it's, I've never heard of it. It's statistically proven. You, quarterbacks, you should not even talk negatively about the Pittsburgh Steelers' terrible yellow terrible towel. You will lose. Why? They're terrible. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, don't be surprised if Pittsburgh beats the Jacksonville Jaguars today. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, Kansas City. How about this, Mike? Uh, uh, they're expecting anywhere between 10 to 15 uh, inches of snow in that Ooh. Kansas City-Denver game. Yep. Yeah, fascinating, Ooh, I love right? those snow games. I love those snow games. Do you? Oh, yeah. 
I don't like playing in them. I like watching them. Oh, I was just going to say, who likes playing in that? <laughs> no, no. It hurts. It's about watching. It hurts. It hurts. I'm an observer now. So, uh, and then, of course, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Mike Tenenbaum's bomb of the week. He's got Washington uh, playing upset and beating the, uh, the Eagles today. And, of course, you've got the Dallas Cowboys going up against Cleveland. The Detroit Lions, I, I think they, uh, they right their very wrong ship from last week, uh, losing to the Baltimore Ravens this week against the Raiders. Man, how about, how about Kirk Cousins, Mike? What, what, I mean, he put on an absolute clinic mm. the other night. Like, he's just he's, – he is the most underrated, disrespected quarterback. Yeah. I think, ever to play in the NFL. Ever? Come on. You know, Anita, it's a really interesting point. You know, he um, – you know, what's interesting about him is people always focus on what he can't do. We never focus on what he can do. And the bottom line is, like, he's a good player, and he made himself a lot of money the other night. It was on Monday Night Football against arguably the best defense in the NFL. He played really good, and, you know, he's going to be a free agent. It's fascinating to see how this plays out. Yeah, if I'm a team that's like a quarterback away from potentially winning a Super Bowl, uh, I'm knocking on that door, that's for sure. Atlanta taking on uh, Tennessee later on this afternoon. I do believe they win. And then, of course, the 49ers, I have them losing to Cincinnati. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks, I have them winning. So, as I said at the beginning of the season, I think the Seattle Seahawks win the NFC West. We'll see what happens there. Quick break. We come back, and uh, we will have your score predictions for the Giants and the Jets next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. That's right. It's the final countdown. New York Game Day brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. Also, Fantasy Focus brought to you by the Mohegan Sun Casino.com and that app. Jerome Ford, a true game time decision. So stay on top of that. Zach Moss, a game-time decision for the Colts. Of course, as we said, Brock Purdy has cleared concussion protocol and is expected to start for the 49ers today against Cincinnati. Jimmy Garoppolo will start as well uh, for the Raiders on Monday night. And Aaron Jones, uh, still not 100% with his hamstring injury, but is expected to get the start. Fantasy Focus brought to you by MohegansunCasino.com. Uh, and that app, Play Mohegan, your favorite casino games now. The palm of your hand, visit mohegansun.com. Must be 21 years of older to play. Help is available for problem gamblers. 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. All right, guys, we've got, oh, four minutes left in the show. Time for our scores and our predictions. Amani, let's start with you. Who's winning? What's the score and why? I got 28-17 Giants because this is what is going to happen. Shocker. They're going to go four for five in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, gonna, that's their 28 points. The Jets are going to go two for five in the red zone with one plus 50-yard uh, field goal by Greg Zerline. So 28-17 with all, all of the points accounted for. Wow. Uh, Mike, that's, well, a, that's, that's a high score, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the lock of the week should just be Amani with the Giants. I mean, come on. Like. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't pick him last week. Did I? No, I didn't. I mean, just for the sake. And they won. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, just for the sake of, like, some balance here, I'm going to go 21-17 Jets. But this really, to me, is a toss-up game. It really is. I'm really – I am just so fascinated to see what the Jet game plan is against Wink Martindale and how patient they're going to be. Because, again, if I'm in this game, if I'm Robert Sala, I just can't let – 
Ty, I, I don't think Tyrod Taylor can beat me, and I can't turn the ball over, and I just don't know if the Jets are going to be patient. So this to me, the chess match in this game to me is really interesting. Uh, I am Switzerland. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I am I am going to make a pick here, and uh, and I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm, I'm going to go Giants 17-13. That's the crowd, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Giants 17, 13, I, and and just just I have no true conviction here, right? Like like I, I think this. Uh, first of all, I think it's interesting that both of you have a very high score total. I I think the play here is the under, and mm-hmm. and I I I got it at 36 and a half. It's now down to 34 and a half. Um, I've got 17, 13. Would not would not be shocked if the Jets win, but I've got the Giants winning. I think Tyrod Taylor, and and I've got some prop bets here. I'm gonna share with you. Uh, I've got Tyrod Taylor rushing for over 22 and a half yards. Mm. I think he's going to run the football. I've got both Brees Hall over 71 and a half yards. I got Saquon Barkley over 70 and a half yards. I also have uh, over carries for both those running backs. I think I think they're they're just going to hand the ball off to Brees Hall and Saquon Barkley. So I'm playing overs. I also like Saquon Barkley over 80 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Mm. Okay. Um, and also, probably my favorite bet in this in this in this uh, game mm-hmm. is Bobby O. Over over four and a half solo tackles, over nine and a half total t- tackles. Okay. He's okay, been a, okay. he's he yeah he's been a beast. Yes, he has. And he's, he's played a, really and he, well. And yep. he's a beast against the run. Yeah. And I think that's all the Jets are going to do today is run, run, run. Yeah. And I think that I think that he's just he's going to be a one man wrecking crew. Yeah. So. Yep. So over, over, I think it's like three and a half, four and a half solo tackles, over nine and a half total tackles for Bobby O's. My favorite bet in this game. Yeah, him and uh, Michael McFadden have been playing very well. Uh, pleasant surprise out of Indiana. Hey, uh, Amani, I just want to end on this note. I'll be in Ann Arbor next week. Is it a positive or a negative that I tell people that I have an affiliation with you? How is that going to go for me? <laughs> Ooh, it's mixed, mixed. <laughs> People in Ann Arbor, they're not, they're not fans of the Imani Tumor right here. Really? No, no, Why? no, no. Because I'm not, I'm, not I'm not a Harbaugh apologist. Like, I feel like for the first minute, the first couple years of his season. His, we have 30 with the, seconds. With the giant, with the, with the you push, pressure me. With so. the first couple times, the first couple years in Michigan, he was underperforming, and I said something about it, and people were mad. Okay. It's kind of like Tiki when he criticizes Tom Coffin or Eli Manning. No, because I had because Tiki actually played with him. I never played with Harbaugh. I played against him. Anyway, gentlemen, always great waking up and spending Sunday mornings Absolutely. with you. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We want to thank uh, the Mohegan, uh, the Mohegan, um, <laughs> the, the Meadowlands Racetrack uh, for having us out here tonight, today. Really do appreciate it. Everybody, enjoy the game, and uh, I guess that's it. Ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Oh.